we had a very smooth transition. Technology was on our side. We were set up for success in that regard. And so we uh, found out that we very much could work from home successfully. From Ray and Associates Studio, this is Unsuitable, a management and financial services podcast for entrepreneurs, tenured business leaders, and others who are ready to look beyond the suit and tie culture for meaningful, measurable results. I'm Doug Hauser. On this weekly podcast, thought leaders and business professionals break down complicated and mundane topics and give you the tips and insight you actually need to grow as a leader while helping your organization to grow and thrive. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss future episodes. And if you want access to even more information, show notes, and exclusive content, visit our website at www.raycpa.com slash podcast and sign up for updates. These days, work is no longer defined by showing up at 8, punching a clock, doing your job, and getting out of there at 5. Employees are increasingly shaping the workforce, and they're demanding a business environment that prioritizes health, well-being, psychological safety, flexible work options, DEI, and more. Today, Karen Sading, a leader on Ray's HR team, is here to talk about what Ray is doing to shape the workplace environment and reinforce a people-first culture. Perhaps our conversation today will provide you with some ideas about how to take your own organization to that next level, particularly as you continue to compete for top talent. Welcome to Unsuitable, Karen. Thank you so much, Doug. I'm really excited to be here today. So thanks so much for being on. I mean, obviously, so, so much going on. And like all organizations, we've had to, you know, kind of alter our, our way of thinking in this um, age of COVID and, and certainly as we come out of it, even post-COVID. So, you know, we quickly had to go to, to flexible work options overnight, literally, as, as ev- almost everybody did. So talk about some of the things we've learned over the last year with regard to that, you know, and, and how that's changed over that period of time. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, Remote work has been on the rise for years, but the COVID-19 pandemic brought the necessity of remote work into sharp relief. Uh, Before the pandemic, offices played a crucial role in company culture, and for many, productivity was partly measured by how often employees were seated at their desk. Uh, During the pandemic, employees learned to adjust to extended video conferencing, flexible work hours to manage the challenges of working from home and changing priorities. Businesses had new challenges arise, such as how to lead teams remotely and provide autonomy while protecting the business's bottom line. Decisions needed to be made quickly with the rapid changes that were happening. And now leaders have learned that employees can be productive even when they're not in the same room or the same building. And uh, we certainly learned that here at Ray. When remote work is no longer something that we're forced to deal with, uh, we shouldn't expect that people want to return to working at the office. In fact, many prefer remote work with the number one reason of having more of a work-life balance. Interesting. So what two, two questions then. What has 
from an HR perspective, what has surprised you the most over this past year as we've kind of altered and, and pivoted to this environment? Mm-hmm. And, and then what has perhaps been least surprising as well about, about all of that? Uh, so, you know, 2020 was definitely one of those infamous years of our lifetime, and it changed really the world of work as we know it. I think what was most surprising is that, you know, when the pandemic hit, there was this sudden influx of remote work, which it brought on a lot of challenges. And, you know, I think a lot of those were unexpected. Uh, people having challenges with working from home, uh, balancing maybe kids being home from school. Uh, and so it, it was you're sitting at your desk one day and then you're being notified, guess what? Take what you need. You're going to be working from home indefinitely. And I think we were all surprised by that. What wasn't surprising is that uh, Ray and companies adapted quickly. They were up for the challenge. HR professionals took the driver's seat in a lot of situations and adapted quickly. So, you know, We had a very smooth transition. Technology was on our side. We were set up for success in that regard. And so we uh, found out that we very much could work from home successfully. Uh, There were minimal challenges in regards to technology and, uh, you know, went really well. Yeah, thankfully we were we were well prepared with the help of a lot of folks, including you, certainly. Now, from an HR perspective, and then you know, like a a, a recruiting mm-hmm. perspective, you know, all of a sudden it, it becomes very difficult to sort of make people involved in in our culture and get that feel. I mean, ultimately, we can talk about, yes, the products that we put out, the services that we offer, and, and you know, how we try to work with clients and, and what we're trying to do. But mm-hmm. what brings people together, right, is, is that culture of the workplace and enjoying who they work with and feeling pride in that. How do you bridge that gap in this type of environment not only with current employees mm-hmm. and, and that culture, but in the recruiting process as well? Yeah, great question. And, you know, it, it's very interesting how recruiting took a, you know, complete 100% shift to virtual recruitment. And, you know, in regards to talent acquisition and development of teams and retaining teams, the pandemic and its repercussions really provided a historical change agent as virtual recruiting and onboarding a remote workforce uh, has really become the norm um, for companies and many HR professionals. So, you know, no doubt virtual recruiting is here to stay. And in the same way, a hybrid workforce of onsite and remote employees is becoming the standard. And that hybrid hiring process really combines virtual and in-person elements as becoming the norm. So candidates are really looking for companies that take a strong stance on social issues. And HR is increasingly focusing on um, employer branding. So instead of necessarily, you know, highlighting and showcasing the company's products and benefits, 
they're publicizing what the company is doing to support employees and customers and communities in times of crisis. So a candidate's impression of a company is and will continue to be heavily influenced by their everyday interactions with HR and the organization and with organizations putting people first with the help of HR, employers will show, not necessarily tell what their company is all about. So it's really important uh, that, you know, we differentiate ourselves as an employer of choice. And then with the skills gap crisis, that's really not new um, to HR professionals or, you know, businesses, it's really been intensified with the progression of COVID-19. So we're really focused on enhancing critical skills and competencies in the workforce this year and reskilling the workforce in a virtual space really adds an additional layer of complexity. So the focus again is on people and growing employees within their organization. And so when you ask, you know, what are the challenges with being remote? There, there's many challenges. Managers need to be trained and understand how to lead teams remotely. HR professionals and, you know, talent development professionals need to learn and understand how to, to engage the remote workforce, how to keep them engaged, how to bring them to feeling connected to the organization and their teams and their colleagues so that they can develop and grow and remain with the organization because I think retention is absolutely key and it'll help bring in top talent. Well, and you talked a little bit about that connectivity and just, you know, that I think that that mission or that, that kind of social consciousness that a company has is so, so important to, to people in, in today's age. Mm-hmm. And, you know, talk a little bit about some of the things we do as an organization to mm-hmm. help foster that. Cause I know that's uh, certainly one of the things that attracts uh, so much of our, particularly our, our young talent and, and, you know, really making sure that that connectivity and that, sort of uh, consciousness is there. What are some of the things we do? Yeah, absolutely. I think the most important thing that we do and something that's not new to us is we put our people first. And that is, you know, the top priority. It's critical for the success of the organization. So we've got an advantage because we've been doing that all along. And our culture um, which the way way uh, and listeners might not be familiar with that, but it's our values and it's how all of our team members strive to, um, you know, conduct themselves at work every day. But with those values, you know, we're, we're living things like, you know, encouraging each other, helping each other, you know, being an advocate, uh, respect, uh, all of those values that people want to see in a workplace and you know Ray strives to do that and I think that really contributes to the firm's success it's why we've been around since 1938 and why I believe we are an employer of choice some things that we're doing to keep people engaged you know we found that people can successfully work from home and we found that with virtual recruitment 
with having a remote workforce, whether they're partially or completely remote, is that we have to remain connected. And, you know, the things that we're doing to make that happen from a recruiting perspective is, for example, our internship program, which I'm very passionate about, is that we engage our interns early on and we have coffee and convo sessions where we get together with our interns prior to them starting with the firm and we share information to help set them up for success. We connect them with our team so that they can learn more about the firm and we connect them with each other so that they can learn more about each other. And so they start to get that sense of connectedness and belonging, which I know we'll talk about here shortly with diversity, equity, and inclusion. But they get that sense of belonging and connectedness that they get excited that they want to start working with Ray. Uh, We do the same thing with our hires, but more one-on-one. So we're connecting with them. Um, But we're also looking at new ideas of keeping people connected in a you know world of work that's moving more and more towards uh, flexibility and remote work, newsletters, events, all of those yeah. things that, that can bridge uh, a, a connected workforce prior to joining uh, the organization. I'm used to, you know, Ray, our organization having so much fun together in in the offices. And that's, I've I've been at a number of different places. And I think that's one of the truly unusual things that that we do here, probably more so than most. And I've been amazed at, you know, we've got here in Columbus, we've got a a committee of awesomeness, for example, Mm -hmm. that people have taken hold of and come up with some just super fun ideas and mm-hmm. creative ways to to stay connected and, and get together. But, yeah. you know, I, I think it's important because we all have different situations uh, at, at home and, and you still, you know, even though we've had to, to move to doing at least a hybrid type of environment, you know, we've got to recognize that people need to separate the two in, in some fashion and and make sure that, You've got time both personally and professionally for your mental well-being as well. And I know that's something you're you're passionate about and, and mm-hmm. make sure we we are on top of. So talk about some of the things we try to do to to mm-hmm. stay on top of uh, top of that. Absolutely. And I do have to just throw it in there that we had such a great event on Employee Appreciation Day last Friday. Uh, the, the firm invited everyone via Zoom, you know, after work. We had a live band on Zoom, and it was so interactive. It was so much fun. People uh, were able to request songs, and everyone was so engaged. It was just such a great event. So kudos to everyone at Ray that put on that uh, event because it was certainly kept everyone engaged. It took them away from maybe... Uh, the stressors of, you know, maybe feeling isolated working at home or, or not connected or just dealing with juggling um, all aspects of working from home. So that was, that was a really, really great idea. And I, and I think you were on there, Doug. So I think it was, yeah, a, it was, it was a lot of fun. They, <laughs> they even got to play, they even played a class song for me. So I appreciated that. But, yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's, it's again, one of those things that we try to do to, because you got to look prioritize, you know, mm-hmm. mental health and, and well-being. Yep. It's such a big part of, you know, where we 
can all help each other. So you know, it's events like that. And what what are some of the other things that mm-hmm. we try to do along those those lines with, you know, kind of that, that yeah. you know, making sure we're we're looking out for each other. Absolutely. I think we realized early on, you know, when the pandemic hit that we've always had that prioritization of our employees' health and well-being. And I mean, there has been a greater emphasis now more than ever for HR and uh, businesses regarding well-being, especially with people working remotely. So the care of colleagues and employees going forward will also take a greater significance. Um, So, you know, I think some of the things that we're doing, you know, as we're looking at well-being and health is we have a new benefits coordinator, Allison, who's wonderful. Um, she's under our operations team, but partners with our HR team. And uh, we're looking at really total rewards. So we're looking at health and wellness. We've partnered with a new organization on that. Um, we've got an app with all kinds of great things in regards to employee well-being and activities and, you know, different opportunities there. Work flexibility is huge at Ray. And I think a lot of companies are finding that you need to be flexible. Uh, we have a work from anywhere program, which really uh, provides, hopefully we get there soon, post-pandemic, of having that flexibility to work from home. And I think that's really important. And as we continue to evolve and grow organically and through you know, mergers and acquisitions that uh, we understand and continue to foster work flexibility, but also we need to continue to provide recognition to our our employees, uh, which boosts their health and wellness. It also boosts their productivity. I mean, studies have shown that that's really help foster retention and and boost employee productivity. So as we continue to look at ensuring the well-being of our employees, ensuring their safety, which we've done so through our health and safety committee and our protocol uh, in, in light of the you know COVID pandemic, that we want to ensure that we're helping our employees mitigate any stress and that they know that they're, uh, whether they're working from home, that they're connected, that we care about their, their health and safety. And when they're in the office, they can come and work in a safe environment where they know that that's our number one priority. I think that's so important what you said there about, uh, you know, truly caring. You know, one of the things I've always noticed is, and, and it's even more important in, in today's environment, you know, with COVID and everything going on in the world is just, you know, asking, you know, having that compassion and empathy. I think that's a great lesson for all business owners out there. Just, you know, asking folks, you know, are, are, are you okay? You know, how's everything mm-hmm. going? And, and really meaning it, right? You know, not just yeah. uh, the, the cursory inquiry, but I think, you know, that, that comes across really, really well uh, in our organization. And, and uh, I'm certainly proud that we we emphasize those things so and that brings up to me you know inclusion and and getting different perspectives and diversity and one of the things we do really well we have a 
you know, next gen group, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we get our young professionals involved and they, they actually talk to the board and, and, you know, have a, a voice, so to speak. So how do you, if you're a, an organization out there, what are some of the things mm-hmm. you can do to really emphasize that, that inclusiveness and different perspectives and all those types of, uh, types of things? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, when you look at diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, a lot of people might say, well, you know, what's the, what's the difference? How are they related? Uh, you know, you, basically diversity is the presence, presence of similarities and differences among individuals. And it can include many different things like, you know, race, gender, religion, et cetera. Companies need a diverse workforce um, to provide the potential for greater innovation and creativity. Equity is really promoting justice, impartiality, fairness. So equity in the workplace refers to fair treatment and access opportunity advancement for all individuals. So, you know, companies really need to do that to eliminate barriers to fair treatment and, you know, to really help get systematic change in organizations and industries I think that, you know, equity is extremely important, especially for disadvantaged groups. So inclusion comes into play as well, which really describes the extent to which each person in an organization feels welcomed, uh, respected, supported. And really with inclusion, it's a two-way accountability where each person must grant and accept inclusion from others. So from an organization perspective, it's what enables organizations to realize the business benefits of the potential for greater innovation and creativity that diversity provides. Yeah, that's, that's so well said. And and again, it goes back to having that social consciousness too that makes your organization you know, so attractive to new talent and, and young people. They want to know that your organization has a, mm-hmm. you know, really is passionate about it and does that. They're not looking to just come and, and do the job and, and check out. Uh, you're just, you're never going to attract uh, and retain the right talent uh, if you don't think that way. So right. we all need to continue to adapt and evolve, right? That's, that's the world that, uh, that we, we're in. You can't have that one way of thinking. Absolutely. And I mean, employees are are actually expecting it. They want their employer to be actively involved. And again, you know, the same theme, as you can hear, as we're talking is about connection. It's about, you know, diversity. It's about including, it's about engaging, it's about people and creating and fostering an environment where employees feel valued is key to building a really high performance culture. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So well said. Well, well, thanks for uh, joining us today, Karen. It was uh, it was a pleasure, and and look forward to talking to you again. I'm sure sometime soon. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, I really appreciate uh, being a guest on today's podcast. And uh, great seeing you, Doug. Thanks so much. Absolutely. And uh, if you want more business tips and insight or to hear previous episodes of Unsuitable, visit our podcast page at www.raisecpa.com slash podcast. And while you're there, sign up for exclusive content and show notes. 
Thanks for listening to this week's show. Be sure to subscribe to Unsuitable on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us right now, including YouTube. I'm Doug Hauser. Join us next week for another Unsuitable interview from an industry professional. The views expressed on Unsuitable on Ray Radio are our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of Ray and Associates. The podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to replace the professional advice you would receive elsewhere. Consult with a trusted advisor about your unique situation so they can expertly guide you to the best solution for your specific circumstance. 